There's too many home losers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hello, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Ocean's 12. Uh, I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Jim. Hello, Kai. How are you? Uh, I'm a good, like, 6.9. Nice. Like, seven's usually, like, a good number to tell people, and they're like, oh, they're doing all right. But, like, 6.9, you're like, you're all right. What's going on? Um, but I'm just tired. I want you to start every show with your type <laughs> five, because I feel like that was pretty solid. <laughs> oh, it's just the truth, Jim. The truth. You just got to be honest. And be honest with our guest. I didn't look up a opening for our guest, who is a great improviser in Chicago. It's Sheila Master. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm, I'm a great improviser in Chicago. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Oh wow! What a you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just. I'm gonna try to not just bust your chops. Oh, that's actually no encouraged on the show. Um, okay. To, a little, a little uh, behind the scenes for everybody. One of the bullet points for this show is to bully Jim. So please do. Yeah, I think it's funnier that way. There's also a prize at the end for the person who like bullies you the most over the course of a year. Ooh, we should actually vote on that at the end of the the year. We kept track during um, the Frank and Courtney Farrell's episode because Frank like made a point to go out of his way to make fun of me. Mm -hmm. Oh, Frank is really good about that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of his notes in like if you've ever taken a class of his. One of his notes is. Uh, make fun of the performers. You should ever yeah. everyone should make fun of the performers because they should be used to it. <laughs> it's it's kind of a weird thing to tell somebody that you're improvising with. Like, there's a, a person on my team that I'm just like, hey, so it's really fun to watch you struggle, and I really love being a character who contributes to that. <laughs> Anyways, mean, you're yeah. rated improv. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like, well, um. I pick on you because I like you so much. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's just like I have a crush on you when it's first grade. So <laughs> it's gonna be every week during the, this, like while we're doing this run, <laughs> like I'm gonna bully you for a while. <laughs> There's also like some people that it's just so funny to watch them be so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, yes. like sometimes someone is just like, oh, I don't want a neck massage. Like, I'm fine with it, but like, I don't want it. And then they give you like you go up and you're like, I have to give that person a neck massage because I need to watch them just squirm on stage. OK, on stage. I started to get. I'm not like just <laughs> yeah. handing out neck massages to people, by the way. You want to be on record for OK, for clarity. Uh, I am not giving people neck massages. I don't even know if a neck massage is real. I'm probably thinking of shoulders. It's it's funny thinking about those benches, though, because that's what we're talking about uh, now having a new team recently. It's like, OK, cool. Like, like work friends. Like, all right. Like, let's let's what's the distance here situation? But uh, massage. Yeah, that's a that's a level on a team. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been kissed by a teammate. Not in a show. Was it in a show? Jim, do you remember that? Was it in practice? I don't you know do what you're talking about. Uh, I need a, a, a celebrity. celebrity. It's, it's going to be, be a mystery, mystery about which teammate, teammate kissed us. us. Or, or kissed, kissed me. me. Excuse, excuse me. me. You didn't get kissed. 
the Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So, uh, I don't know why I just didn't say the name so I could paste over Tom Cruise, but that person. <laughs> uh, I am like so confused right now. Who are you talking to? Tom Cruise <laughs> kissed me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. During practice. You don't remember this? No. It it me. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't that big a deal for me. It caught me off guard. But also, <laughs> I think that was why I was like, that was funny. <laughs> uh, and I've like I've expressed that that was fine uh, during one of the uh, like practices, which is just like we've all seen the show where it's just like, I didn't expect that. Where the fuck did that come out of? And you're kind of like, I hope that they talked about that beforehand though. Yeah. Well, I just did uh, a show for the first time with my one roommate, Andrew. And during our set, I like kind of like pushed him hard. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to make sure I push him hard a few more times. (laughs) And it didn't even occur to me that I was like, I don't know how anyone else is reacting to this, but we've been living together for years at this point. So I know our comfort level is, but I was like, is the audience going to be weird Mm -hmm. about this? Um, screw, uh, fuck the audience. Like, uh, (laughs) do what you want to do on stage. I'm reading a book all about how you should take care of yourself first and then fuck everyone else. (laughs) including (laughs) including your scene partner fuck everybody else yeah (laughs) everyone you're doing it just for you so is that how you feel about this podcast is how you're saying to the listeners just fuck off it does not matter what you think (laughs) (laughs) is this just for you jim yeah pretty much this is Yeah, listen, listener. You're lucky lucky you get to learn about these franchises, okay? They didn't even get to do that. We we barely talk about the movies. They don't learn shit. (laughs) They could go on to IMDb and learn way more, way faster. (laughs) Well, I am ready to read a list of IMDb facts. Please do. No, Sheila, no, no, no. Oh, and we're back. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I cut that. <laughs> uh, not, I loved it. It was great. I'm so glad we were here for it. But uh, we have less time for the podcast now. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Sheila. Oops. Um, so that was me I, bullying, by the way. Did, it go- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do a good job? <laughs> was it uncomfortable for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the audience doesn't know how to react to you bullying. <laughs> We're getting a lot of reviews in about it. <laughs> oh, right <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I don't know why there's like that sound effect comes into play. <laughs> yeah, That's they how you do get notifications. <laughs> 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 They're coming in through Morse code is I just realized <laughs> is what you're doing. <laughs> That's the only way we get information. Oh oh no! Oh no! The audience is scouting reviews to us. (laughs) Um, Sheila, what's your relationship with the Ocean's franchise? (laughs) What's my relationship? Um, I mean, I like them. I enjoy an Ocean's movie. Okay. I think this one in particular came out. Was it 2004? That's Jim's job. Is that yeah. it? Jim? Jim? Can you oh, be uh, on it? Push the Jim? Uh, okay, hang on. I, I'll look it up, and I'm almost certain it is th- 2004, but... I'm... I think it is. 
So I was yeah, yeah I was in 2004. college. Yeah. I was in college when it came out and I think it was, you know, like it just they're just feel good movies. Yep. I enjoy a heist movie, I enjoy an ensemble. Oh, and what a what a cast. How how much money? I don't I didn't look into this, but that must have cost money to get all of them in one movie. Like especially for the second one they're like we want more and it's going to be less good. <laughs> <laughs> the budget for this one was 110 million which okay. is kind of less than i expected but also a lot of money well, i mean a lot of them didn't get screen time it felt mm. you know like i don't know well yeah for one i'm gonna say really wish bernie mac had more screen time and two yeah. apparently matt damon asked to have less screen time cool for this one Cause I, so I watched it on uh, Amazon Prime, um, where they give, give you facts. little factoids oh, please yeah, do. throughout, and apparently because he had just re- like shot um, the Born Identity, so he was like, I guess tired, and was like, I'd be cool with like scaling back my role, but um, the director was like. No, you're an integral part, and the we can't change that. So no, they're like you're hot right now. We need you. You're you're yeah. super hot. Yeah. You're on fire. We need you. <laughs> we need you. Brad Pitt, stop eating stuff. It's your thing. You eat stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if they made a movie where they advertise it as Brad Pitt was the central of the part of the movie, and then he's only in like twenty minutes of the movie, and all the rest of it's in French and Italian. <laughs> I mean, That's Inglorious Bastards, by the oh, way. Okay. I guess, yeah. I mean, I watched it. So. Yeah. It, 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 they worked. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like that movie. <laughs> but I <laughs> I remember so, I was in high school when that movie came out. And every, I remember everyone being like, man, that wasn't about Brad Pitt killing Nazis at all. It was actually a really nice think piece about uh, a really nice character study about a French woman, about a Jewish French woman who uh, gets revenge on some Nazis. I'm so glad they were mad about that. <laughs> yeah, I went to high school during a bad time for people. <laughs> so do you want to be on record? Do you want to name every single one of the people you're thinking of? Or Oh, God, yeah. Tom Cruise. That <laughs> <laughs> was actually one of them. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I just, I, the, my brain is now listing names and it's like, no, these are all people I know. <laughs> Is this going to end up being just a long list of random celebrities? <laughs> oh, I like that. Brad Pitt, Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, Actually, uh, yeah, Jim. George yeah. Clooney, mm-hmm. Casey Affleck, uh, Bernie Mac, mm-hmm. uh, Elliot Gould. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 oh, who is the guy who is the million year old man? I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. He, he used to do bits with uh, Mel Brooks, his son. Oh, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner, thank you. I was going to say his son's Rob Reiner, you know, meathead from uh, All in the Family, and also a great director. But these are all the people that are in the movie, guys. You did it. I'll, I'll copy <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> oh, yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in this. Which did... So uh, many people. That prompted my girlfriend, because she's in the opening scene, she goes, is that Catherine Zeta-Jones? I was like... I guess I just realized I don't know what Catherine Zeta-Jones looks like. Also, Julie Roberts in it twice, which is cool. Like to be in a movie twice. <laughs> that's a big deal. 
True. Yeah. She, dude, like, I I kind of love hate that she's herself or plays herself as a like a, a like a bit. I don't know. Where did you land on it? <laughs> oh, her. Yeah. Because she has to pretend I... to be someone who looks like Julia Roberts. Yeah. Wait. So you didn't like it? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to write down my opinion, and we're going to see if <laughs> Sheila uh, uh, okay. goes up to it <laughs> as the All same right. one. Okay, I'm giving you a second to write it down. It's a really and shame. time's up. Okay, I got, got it. I got it. Okay, we're good. Got. I, I, you know what? I loved it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it doesn't. It kind of like tears away at the reality of the movie, but. There were so many like meta moments throughout the movie that I really enjoyed, you know, like, so I just felt like, yeah, right on. Now we have Bruce Willis playing himself in the movie. Uh, we get to hear all everyone tell him just constantly how they figured out the sixth sense without naming the movie. Ugh. And... <laughs> I just, I loved it so much, which he's obviously, like, like annoyed by trying to be kind. Mm -hmm. But then when, uh, when Julia Roberts, when Tess gets, is revealed that she's not actually Julia Roberts, he's like, yeah, I knew it. I figured it out. (laughs) And it's just like, you are all the people who irritate you. Yeah, I'm smart, Bruce Willis. I know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. I did so, actually out of all I did like out of all the like people playing themselves in the movie, I did like Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis. I did not like Topher Grace playing Topher Grace, but Oh, that's you, so No, okay. I love Topher Grace being Topher I Grace. I don't know why. I'm just like I'm annoyed by this like emo Topher Grace. <laughs> Is that why you didn't like it because he was emo? I don't want to say I shouldn't say that. I think I'm using the wrong word. Like he's just I don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. He's just like he's just he's like a he's just like an apology of a man now. Like that's <laughs> that's his state. I'm just like I don't I don't want. It's already like his role already. Like in that '70s show. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bit. He he knows how to he knows how to hit it. Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah, um, and I loved him saying I phoned in that uh, Dennis Quaid movie. Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, that, yeah. that is really fun. I love I love Topher Grace because this and in the first uh, in the first movie when he does the same bit when he's just describing his own career because I remember being like is he just describing himself is that really just Topher Grace being <laughs> Topher Grace and then they're like all right Topher knock it off I was like it is him <laughs> I'm doing that wait so Jim what did you write down I wrote down I love it I I for the uh, the bit about Julia Roberts looking like Julia Roberts I wrote yeah. I love it despite it being hacky. Yeah, it's like it it kind of ruins things, but it's I don't know. I dug it. It's like one of those things where I think about it and all of my logic says that's bad. Everything yeah. about that is wrong. It shouldn't have happened. It breaks the reality of it. That's what it is. It breaks my brain. I'm just like, well, then why everyone else? What about yeah. everyone? it's fucking well, Matt Damon. That's Brad Pitt. That's <laughs> but, but they played it so well. That I really liked it a lot. Oh, God. I think the yeah, fa- I, like, like Julia sorry, Roberts being starstruck by Bruce Willis was so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like her going, "Oh my God, it's you!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then having to actually talk to Julia Roberts on the phone 
like neither you know the the real the yeah. quotes quotes the real Julia not recognizing that her, it's her own voice, um, but. There's a couple times, like, there's a, there's another time that definitely reality is broken in this movie. Uh, cause when, so when Yen gets stuck in the luggage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for what, a, a day, couple days? Oh, God. And, yeah. like, okay, so that when sucks. Danny so walks bad. into the room and there's the open bag and the, empty water bottles and like empty like food packages i'm like i know this was this is like disgusting but i feel like i would have believed it more if those water bottles had urine in them yeah yeah because there's just no way yeah he was not functioning as a human that entire time you just hold it you just hold it Oh my god! I didn't even <laughs> think about that because by the time he came back into the movie, I forgot that's what was going on. I was like, "Why is he going to go pick up?" Uh, yeah, this is weird. Oh well. Oh, I guess he's hopped up on candy. Okay, that's just what this scene is. <laughs> I I had forget, completely forgotten that he got stuck in the luggage for a couple days. Yeah, I mean, I feel so bad for him, but. They just, just like put characters like, yeah. all right, hey, character, just go over there for a while. We got to do stuff with we got to do stuff with Brad Pitt and Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Get over there. Just sit over on the sidelines for a minute. We'll get you back in like the last like 15 minutes of the movie for like a second. We got to go hang out with Don Cheadle and the worst accent that's ever existed. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love Don Cheadle. You do, Cheadle. though. You do, that, though. Is a, that is a bad accent. Yeah. But did you? Did you? I. Did you ever like read there was I guess he was on a podcast um and where he like cuz I read an article where it's talking about a podcast he was on and uh someone brought up like oh well you know there's a theory on the internet that your character isn't british that your character's american but just like obsessed with like I love it. With okay. the Cockney accent and like, because mm-hmm. Snatch had come out like the year before oh, or something, yeah. the year yeah. before the first movie. And they're like, maybe there, you know, there's a, there's a theory that the character was just like, love that movie so much and then decided to like speak that way. Good and night. that's why the accent's so bad. And Don and Cheadle was just like, Okay, yeah, let's go with that because then I, that takes like a little heat off. That that's a great theory because that is a that's a pretty funny joke that like the rest of them just wouldn't notice. Yeah, like the rest of them would be like, yeah, this is a man who has a British accent. When in reality, it's a man doing the worst accent in the world, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Yes, and we're we're gonna keep this going. Yeah, yeah, we're all getting paid decent amount of money. Who gives a shit? We're all going to get <laughs> literally $10 million right now. I don't give a shit about whether this guy, <laughs> whether or not this guy has a nice accent. Oh, I meant the actors. Yeah. Like, not like, I meant like, they were just like, who cares? Like, the, he came on with like, yeah, it's good enough. Like, he, <laughs> he must have just like tried it. And they're like, well, now we can't change it. Like, it has to be that bad. Stick to it. I don't know. Yeah. And I guess he like had a coach on the first movie, like a a, a vocal coach. Oh, really? So when everyone else was hanging out and having fun, he was like working on this accent. He ended up getting so much shit for. 
Oh my god. That's the worst. Don Cheadle, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my favorite part of that is everyone else having fun while he's doing a horrible accent in a room with someone who also can't do an accent. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. So Ugh. we've recently. I, I'm just kind of imagining our, one of our recent guests, Liam, giving him vocal lessons, and I'm enjoying that. <laughs> uh, that's just for anybody who actually listens to the podcast regularly. Um, oh yeah, because he, he has a, he has a very solid Cockney accent. Reasonably, he should. Um, I yeah. I felt like I made him very uncomfortable when I made fun of accents that make fun of his accent. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, yeah, everyone who does an accent like you pretends to do it like, oh, and then he was like, that's not what we sound like. Not at all. I'm very angry right now. And I was just like, oh, no, do oh, I actually offend a person right now. No, he's going to be he'll have a feeling about that probably. You know, and he can add us on Twitter for it. Uh, in case he listens. Jim, this is why you're not allowed to bully and you have to be the one. <laughs> you just got us canceled by the Wait What podcast. <laughs> well, luckily they don't listen to this, so uh... we'll see. We'll see. That's <laughs> what I love about this. This is all right. Hold on, so I think this is an appropriate time to propose to my partner, actually. I love this idea of just like testing to see who's listening. <laughs> just in case. Uh, I've also lo- would love to love you like, hey, I want to formally announce I am. Um, What's it called when you divorce your parents? Oh, <laughs> shit. What is that word? Emancipate? Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm going to emancipate yeah. my parents at the age of 34. <laughs> Wait, no. I want to do that. I want to announce that now <laughs> just to see if my parents are listening Wait, as well. Leaving your parents. <laughs> <laughs> how late? When can I? Do, how long can I do that, Dill? Can I still do that now? Am I allowed to? Not that I want to. I love you guys. If you're just like, <laughs> but I'm just wondering, like, is that like, is that like shut off at a certain point? Anyways, so <laughs> I, I mean, I think when you when you become of legal age, yeah, right, right. I assume that's when you're like, well, it's not that I want to. Uh, can I get a legal document that says like, yeah, that I'm my parents anymore? Period. <laughs> it's a man- yeah, it's emancipation. You can you can get emancipated from your parents. Yeah, I think like okay, usually check if there's an age limit. <laughs> <laughs> um, just check, just double check for me, Jim. I want to see if I can do it. Well, considering it's called emancipation of a minor, I'm gonna guess once you stop being uh, a minor, <laughs> that's the time it happens. Google it. Google the same thing, but nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on, let me Google when do you not become a emancipation minor. That's a of a major. That's exactly what I was gonna say, but I I was caught up. <sighs> So, yeah, can you do that? See if that's a thing? Uh, yeah, oh, okay, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm actually looking this up, as if, like... <laughs> because that's your job, Jim. You look stuff up. That's your thing on the podcast. Uh, no, it's just circling back around to emancipation of teenagers. And, oh, it's just saying emancipation is a major decision. That's all I'm getting right now. All right, Jim, now can you look up, like, just, just some, like, good chicken casserole recipes? <laughs> I, I need you to do casserole. You know, no, uh, I was listening recipes. to a, uh, a podcast about just suggesting recipes. We're going to be that podcast for a few minutes. Jim, please find actually a pretty decent uh, um, casserole recipe. We'd love I'm to gonna say, that. I'm going to say that this one isn't a good one because it comes from plainchicken.com. And if you don't put spice on your chicken, uh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> plainchicken.com. <laughs> okay, so don't do that one. um did you you try typing in really good before your search oh here we go insanely good recipes there you go 25 best casserole recipes 
All right, skip all 24 of them until the first one. Like, I don't really care about those other ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was uh, chicken pot pie casserole. And that's from Tornado Ugh Alley. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Tornado Alley. <laughs> Are we adding someone? <laughs> oh, it's Tornado. Yeah, it's Tornado, but Doe is spelled weird. And then her name is Allie. Okay. Oh. Tornado oh, Alley. Tornado um, Alley. Okay, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Tornado Alley? You broke Jim. <laughs> Her name is Alley, and it's also, I was reading it. Oh, uh, it's the, uh, uh, never mind. Anyway, <clears throat> two cups of chopped, chi- uh, chopped cooked chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, one 16-ounce package of frozen mixed vegetables. Two 10.5-ounce cans of cream chicken soup. Keep going, Jim. I'm just going to use the bathroom real quick. Okay. Uh, one and a half <laughs> cups of milk, salt and pepper to taste, half a teaspoon of Italian seasoning, half a teaspoon of onion powder, half a teaspoon of garlic powder, more milk. Why is there two milks in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, casseroles are kind of like a, a, like a dairy-based jello, you know? <laughs> Okay. 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 You know, like ambrosia. I just like like people who like make Jello desserts, but have like fruit and all kinds of different Mm. stuff in them. A casserole is like a savory version, and instead of Jello, it's it's dairy and and cream of some kind of soup. Yeah. You're oh, yeah. obviously handing someone like gooey. You're like, here, do you want this? Mm-hmm. And you're you're always handing yeah. it to someone, and they're like, I don't know. No one's get hands e- handed either one of these and knows exactly how they feel about receiving it. Like it's complex. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what is in this? <laughs> like, uh, okay, this is a journey. <laughs> that reminds me of I have a friend who makes a, a French onion casserole, and it's just French onion soup that she puts like uh, crispy onions in. I want that. So it's it's pretty good. I actually really enjoyed the taste. But when she came over, was like, "I'm making my special casserole," and it was just cream of uh, uh, cream of onion soup. That counts. Nice, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's what cooking is. Look, when I made English muffin pizzas as a kid, I was gourmet pizza. (laughs) Was anyone? Were you on that? Was anyone on that? Like that was like a go-to late night, like teenage snack. Was just English muffin pizzas. No. Oh, no. Oh, that was the classic, just like, just right to the fridge. English muffins, pasta sauce, American cheese, boom, mic, back to my room, back to play more Nintendo 64 before bed. It was just like. I usually did like mozzarella, but not, and not American cheese, but yes. Yeah, sometimes substitute that to um, the giant Costco, uh, like, bag of mozzarella cheese. (laughs) Or Sam's Club. It's an aggressive amount of cheese. Yeah, you got to get rid of it, or else dad's going to get mad. That's why I ate it. I was like, I have to get rid of it. <laughs> why would dad get mad? I don't know. I feel like that's a dad thing. Eat the cheese, your dad, dad will get mad. Yeah, everyone says there, Okay, there's one thing my dad got mad at, and that was wasting money. Like, mm-hmm. in any form. Mm-hmm. He just, that, that was his, that's his thing that he uh, had to stick up his butt about. That's really it, to be honest. So, you oh, like, like, go ahead. Leave, I like. I feel like uh, leaving doors open because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Wasting money. Like if you're looking at the refrigerator for too long, then he's gonna be like, 
ah, ah, like figure out what you want and then go for it. Or if you have the door open to the outside, it's like, am I air conditioning the neighborhood? Yeah. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my ability to be an actor, but my dad did a good job. Cause he like, he's like checklist, dad, dad. All right. I got it. <laughs> I know this role. And it was kind of like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, the one thing I remember one time my uh, dad got mad at me because I wanted to have bubbles in the bath and I, I knew like, Oh, you just like, I know one of these bottles has bubbles in it. So I'm just going to pour some of the bubble, like one of the bottles in. And I used Paul Mitchell, uh, shampoo. And that was, uh, the most expensive bottle of shampoo in the world, apparently, because it was, he, I remember coming in going, this is $50. Do you know how much $50 is? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm literally seven, dad. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you pay me 50 cents a week uh, to clean my room. So no, I clearly don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly verbatim what Jim O'Donnell said at seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> and then your dad told you exactly how many times you would have to clean your room for to replace that bottle. Can we get your dad on the podcast to record that in order to go into another, like into going to a commercial break? Just like, well, Paul fade. Mitchell, the most expensive shampoo you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly fade out. Um, that's my, not even dad, what my dad sounds like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad's big thing was lights, and I had to miss uh, the. It was the. It turned out to be the. I didn't know it at the time, but it, uh, it was going to be the. Or did I know at the time? I remember. When I was young, eighth grade, I had to miss the last um, church dance, which I don't know if I've talked about this with you, Jim. Have I talked to you about this? No, but that sounds like a great uh, Peter Bogdanovich movie from the seventies. The last church dance. The last church last dance. Church dance. So it wasn't a church related event. It was just under this church, like, like it's not even the necessarily the church, but it's like the part where the church owns this other building that, like, in the basement of it, there'd be like dances, but it would be stuff mm-hmm. like P.D. Pablo being like, uh, it would just be like North Carolina, come on and raise up, take your shirt off and raise it around your head just like a helicopter, and we'd just be like these. <laughs> No, no one remembers this. No, no, but keep going. Like, I've, I've I, never heard this before like, in my like, life, but I'm, I'm so excited to hear about it. teenage kids, like, grinding on each other. Like, <laughs> it was madness. This is a, called a church dance. We did some very unchurch-like things. There was a lot of buttocks grabbing for young juveniles at this time. Um, but I missed it. And uh, I'm, so, I'm still pissed to this day that my dad made me miss it because I left my fucking bedroom light on. Um, that's, oh. you know, don't leave the fuck. I mean, I had... Clearly, it wasn't the one-bedroom light situation. It must have been a plethora of times in which I did not care. Mm-hmm. And once again, um, if you're listening, uh, Jack, I'm sorry uh, that you have to do the night routine of not only checking the front door uh, and every fucking light in this apartment. I love you. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm a cabinet opener. I'm a light turner. No, no. I'm a cabinets no. open and yep. walk away. I don't. That's, that's a surefire way of getting of hitting your head on the corner of a cabinet. Look, I'm not proud of it. I just have ADHD, <laughs> and I just forget that I opened it, or it just didn't matter. Uh, but it does matter when you write. When it hits you right in the ha- like in the face, that's when it matters. <laughs> I will say. I mean, I'm I'm acting so shocked. Um, I also have ADHD. I don't usually leave cabinet doors open, but the one thing that I really tried to pay attention to, and I have, uh, I've forgotten more times than I would like to admit, is 
turning the oven off after I use yep. it. Oh yep, my yep, god, yep. I'm oh. just gonna burn this mm-hmm. apartment down. Yes. I like I think I like to think of myself as a pretty careful person. I leave the oven on all the time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's just be safe here. Let's just all admit it. We're just we're what's I, wrong with us? What's wrong I'm, with us? <laughs> I'm so lucky the oven makes a noise after a while. It's not to indicate that it's on. Oh, it's the, it's like the metal like goes like boom because it's adjusting. Yeah, yeah. That's always when I go, oh, shit, the oven's on. So this is what I've been doing because I'm that person. One, I now I have well, living with someone. I always go the oven's off. It's like part of the, the rep, like part of the process now. Thank you, oven. I appreciate receiving this item. Oven's off. And like I need to get in the habit of doing it even when they're not home. Um, but the other thing is, is just setting an, uh, right after you set your alarm for whenever it's supposed to come out of the oven, set one for two minutes later. And you'll be like, why do I have a oh. fucking alarm going off two minutes later for no fucking reason? Oh, oh it's for the fucking stove to make yeah, sure. That's smart. Yeah. yeah that's and even if you idea. could set that one to specifically say, you idiot, you know, like yell at yourself <laughs> in the future, whatever you got to do to get your ass up. Or, or you can be very kind, very self-compassionate. No, no, no. Hey, 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 Sheila. You know how you have good intentions, but sometimes you miss the mark? Go check if the oven is actually turned off. That's, love you. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, love you. Remember to love yourself. All right. Audi. <laughs> Kisses. Like, I want to... Oh, I'll be so lovely to myself in the future. That's, That's a good idea. idea. I like that. <laughs> I have an alarm that says, for 2 p.m. that says, leave, you idiot. I don't know what I have to do with 2 p.m. It just says I have to leave, though. <laughs> for, uh, for today or just <laughs> No, it, it's like I permanently have, like, some alarms that I just turn on because I'm like, okay, I could just set that to be an alarm mm. at a time. And then okay. I just, like, turn it on and then go, okay, I have to do, I have to do this thing at 10 a.m. Yes. I wrote, I made a specifically a leave you idiot alarm because I suck at leaving on time. I can't leave Mm. on time. I leave five minutes after I'm supposed to be at a place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Same, same. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's I'm 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 okay comfortable at this age just being like, I need systems. So I I have a little sign, a post note that just says, take your meds. Perfect. Mm. I have a one that goes off at midnight, or not midnight, at noon, excuse me, the opposite, uh, that specifically says, take your meds, you idiot. Um, I love saying, I, I feel like, is that common? Is that what we're an age of people who yell at our phone and tell us tell it to tell us that we're idiots? Uh, yeah. But it works, because I had one that for a while that was like, be nice to yourself, you idiot. And I would always laugh at that when I would <laughs> see that one, because that's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I should get back into setting that. Everyone set that. Anyone listening right now, so just try it for like a week. Just set a, a, a an alarm. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me try this for anyone listening. <laughs> okay, Google. Set an alarm every day at noon that says, be nice to yourself, you idiot. Send. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Do you want to do one for Alexa? Or? Alexa, buy 10,000 dollhouses. <laughs> Confirm. Confirm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we all talk. need dollhouses. <laughs> I used to love looking at the furniture for dollhouses whenever I would go to AC Moore, like nice. as a kid yeah. with my mom. I never, I was like, I will not actually play with a dollhouse. But this furniture is so cool. <laughs> I just want to stare at it. When you were a kid, did you really like 
I mean, I think you might have confirmed this, but did you really like tiny versions of things? Yeah, yeah. I think I still love tiny versions of things. Yeah, yeah. I lo- like. I always loved seeing like miniature sets for movies. That like when they do like the miniature sets for like. Uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man has to destroy yeah. New York. I loved looking at like the details on the miniature version of New York from that one picture. You would have loved this. I at one point, and my, it's my exes. Um, they have uh, fit perfectly on the bookshelf. A little miniature set of Swedish Chef's Kitchen with Swedish Chef, like little like it goes right, and like you got like a little mini tiny pizza and all the spatulas, so cool. all the chaos that could just move around. You could set it up in different ways you want. Oh. Chef's kiss. I need to. Okay. I need to find one. I need it. I need to get one. There is. I have no idea who the actual person on Instagram is. But when I'm just like, I love to just like search through people's stuff who I don't know. And there's someone who makes like they they do they create these like stop motion videos of cooking meals, but it's all like. Teeny tiny and like made yes. of felt and yarn. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes. And then I just, I'm like, I'll watch that video yeah. multiple times before moving on. I'm just like, it, and you could see their normal size human <laughs> thumb, like holding things, but what's normal? Ah, Honestly. So good. <laughs> Did you ever see the guy who makes a burrito for his hamster? Yeah, that's cute. No. Oh my god, it's so adorable. And like yeah. it's the tiniest little burrito. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he like uses an egg that's like a like a blue jay egg or something like that. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Oh. It is very ridiculous and I enjoy it very much. Yeah. It's a it's good a- And then then the hamster eats it and he eats it like a normal person. Like he eats a regular burrito and then the background the guy's like nervously hoping the uh, <laughs> the hamster likes the burrito. Why does the hamster have to oh. live up to the expectations of a normal human? Why can't it just exist in like, you know, the realm of just being a hamster, Jim? Well, I think watching a hamster eat a burrito that small like mm-hmm. a regular hamster, that's an adorable video. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a great video. I would watch that mm-hmm. any day. But a hamster eating it like a normal person, mm-hmm. that's a great video. Okay. I right. like I well, like when animals think they're people. Like, I, I it's one of my, <laughs> whatever the opposite of a pet peeve is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, what is it? Uh, just a true delight. Yeah. yeah. Just I, a true delight in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love when animals act like people. It's so funny to me. Hmm. So do you love all those videos where someone puts like a hoodie on their dog and like is use the human arms? Oh, like from uh, um, Sesame Street? I love that. Okay. <laughs> where it's like a dog and they're like doing taxes, but it's like yeah. human hands. I love that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> You know what? I'm laughing just thinking about it. So yeah, you're right. It is good. Yeah. It's good content. Uh, if you're not laughing right now, just thinking about it along with us right now, you have no soul or you're tired. Actually, and- I shouldn't criticize you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do they have to listen to live up to your expectations? <laughs> Look, just honestly, if you're as tired as a hamster and you're just trying to be a little hamster energy right now, you be there. I don't. I don't mean to tell you where to be at. <laughs> yeah, if you need to look, if you go home tonight and you're just like. I don't know why you left your home in the first place, but if you go home tonight and then you're like eating a hamster, like a wait, no, wait, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Back that oh, up. No. No. If you're eating a burrito like a hamster, uh, 
you're, you're a okay in my book. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll edit it to make you look recovery. good. That was a good recovery. Good save. <laughs> Yeah, don't eat hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, that's good advice you got there, Jim. Uh, you know, speaking of good advice, uh, we're going to give you some. You should check out these podcasts because we really like them and we think you will too. Hello, everyone. This is Robert with the Watching It podcast. We're a show that covers TV and movies. Join me and my co-host, Donnell, each week to talk about shows like Loki, the Lower Decks, Snowpiercer, Palm Springs, and Collateral. You can find us at watchingitpod.com or anywhere you get your podcast. I'm Silts, that's B, you're Jeesh. Welcome to Insomniac Snack. So good to see you. And now, the Midnight Bite. <laughs> you start the car, you go in the house, you jerk it. And if it's not warmed up when you're done, you got your zippy. You got, hey, you gotta warm up your car, you might as well get yourself warmed up too. Insomniac Snack can be found everywhere you get your pods. I don't eat meat in a bag. I don't eat meat in a bag, I won't eat meat in a box. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, you know, I'll drink the milk in a couple days past the date that's on there. But for whatever reason, I'm like... (laughs) Have you gone yet? No? Why not? Head on over. All links can be found at www.insomniacsnap.com. Wake the fuck up. Hey, everybody. Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout-out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, My poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Crimson, you're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. And now we're back. Thank you, Jim, for that PSA transfer into a, a set of commercials. Don't cut that out. <laughs> no, I'll keep it all. I, that was good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> so I don't think I, I don't think I've told you this, uh, but we actually haven't done the episode for Ocean's Eleven yet. Uh, we're doing it tomorrow. What? We're doing it tomorrow. So it's. Have you guys? Have you watched it at least? Yeah, we watched yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's just. Is this the first time I think this has happened? Is that correct, Jim? No, this is the second time. This is the second time. Yeah, okay. we've done this before. We had, we had to switch weeks for some uh, for something uh, at some point, and I don't remember what it was. But, but it's just Sarah can't make it. Couldn't make it last week, so she had to switch to uh, this week. It's just like gotcha. The difference. Does it throw you off when you do that? Uh yeah. A, a little, I mean, yes, <laughs> honestly, but this is the thing is that I, I'm very fortunate and I'm, I'm, maybe this is a harsh take, but I'm very fortunate that this is kind of in member, like not really that it was two hours of like, sure, for me, like it wasn't like mm-hmm. a great movie. It was just like fine. Um, you know, like I've seen wait, this wait, movie. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what wasn't Ocean's a 12. great movie? S- sorry, I don't think it's not. A, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it was like. I think it's an OK movie. I think it's an OK movie, but it was just like a lot. What, 11 or 12? 12. 12. 
11 is a great movie yeah and then 12 is like it's a little bit muddled uh but it's like fine it's like fine overall i like it no it's fine yeah yeah i it's it's i understand it doesn't have the same pizzazz as the first one yeah i i it's like i'll i'll I still enjoy the hell out of it. I still will watch it if it like randomly comes on. I wasn't um, watching it. Yeah. And I'll, uh, and I, you know, when 13 came out, I was like, yep, I'm going to see it. Like mm-hmm. if right, keep like bringing them at me, I will keep watching them. Um, yeah. I forgot that. I but saw I will them. say, yeah. oh, we were talking about tiny things. Can I say <laughs> one other thing about a tiny thing? Oh yeah. Please talk about um, as many tiny things as you want. So in the scene where Brad Pitt is getting his uh, phone call from Andy Garcia, actually earlier than that scene, when he's going in uh, before he gets the phone call, when he's going in to check the hotel room Mm -hmm. with um, Topher Grace. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's a good shot of the side of him and his ears are teeny tiny. Brad Pitt has tiny ears. Hang on, hang on. Well, now we just lost him because he was like, I'm so sold on this Rotten Treasure podcast until they talked about my tiny ears. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, we all talked about how much we love tiny things. So Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't know. I, He's got teeny tiny ears. Are they really that tiny? Okay. They're, they're tiny. Just, I think it has to do with he has normal size ears and then a giant head. But yes, he does have what? tiny ears. You don't think he has a normal size head and then teeny tiny ears? Okay, I think they're smaller than I, I. Looking at all these pictures, I think they're smarter than uh, smarter. I think they're smart. Sm- Come on, you got it. I think they're <laughs> smaller than normal. Yeah. But also, he has a bigger head, which makes them look way smaller. Mm. Hmm. Combo. I'm I I empath I empathize with people with awkward proportions. I have recently had to get a bike, and someone who's frumpy. It's like. I have tiny little legs and a bit like a larger torso. Like I'm all torso, no, like no legs. <laughs> and I'm just like, can I please have a bike that I can stand over, please? Anything for adults. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a body that more than one uh, comedian has said is very funny to look at. So I understand that. <laughs> First off, that is true. How many comedians do you know that are saying that people hold on, are these comedians you know saying this directly to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Avelyn Klein one time said your fu- your body moves in such a funny way. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Nice. Frank Farrell said it's funny when you lay down because your body looks so weird. <laughs> uh <laughs> Are you reading this? Like, do you have a list? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think Kelso said I had Muppet arms because they're like, I, I move weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I, a lot I, of people, a, more than one person has noticed that my limbs are very bizarre looking when you when I do things. Are you are you just like your are your limbs like the majority of your body? Yeah, it probably. I'd, I'd probably say so. I don't know. I, it's hard to see from this very tiny camera that we're looking at. Yeah, the, the dude in the circle, you know, whatever the fuck. What am I thinking of? <laughs> oh, the the Leonardo, the Leonardo da Vinci thing. Yeah, yeah, that that was modeled um... off. That was modeled off a of gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That is wild. Two of my best friends growing up when I was a kid were like the same height, but they had totally different proportions in legs and torso. Like one was more leg, shorter torso, and the other was whatever the opposite of what I just said. Wait, wait. Was this twins? Are you describing no, twins? No, they weren't twins. They weren't twins. No. No, no, no. I they mean were the just movie like... with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Now, if only that movie was a franchise. <laughs> we could do a, a we could do a movies Kai talks about a lot franchise where it's just like multiplicity twins, um, uh, whatever that one about the dog and the cat who are friends. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Uh, They're not friends. They hate each other. I, don't know, I never yeah. saw Homeward Bound. That's the whole point. Yeah, they're they're trying to. F- they're they're on their way home. They're bound for they're home. They're bound for home, yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen Homeward Bound. I don't know. I, I just assumed they were a dog and a cat and they then like they all die or, or something. I don't well, know. They talk so so you would love it because they, they have like real people personalities, you know? And the, the whole, whole movie is human arms from. for the dogs. I swear to God. They... <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I was so disappointed when I saw the live action 101 Dalmatians because none of the dogs talked. Mm. That movie came out when I was like five. Yeah. yeah. No, that's reasonable. And it was, um, what's his face? Um, Lo- the guy who played Lloyd or whatever the fuck it is. Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Um, Jeff no. Um, um, Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Oh, it is Jeff Daniels. It yeah. is Jeff Daniels, yeah. Weird pull. And going close. I forgot that he was in that. Okay, I was four when this movie came out. So well, get, get your shit together. You should know your Dalmatian information. <laughs> My Dalmatian information? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I actually... So what's, what's confusing about doing this in reverse is that... Um, like I, I, I couldn't tell which notes was which because I uh, just had them like untitled in my Google Docs, and mm. it's just there's information about all of both of these movies, and I struggled to find out which one was which for a while. Uh, but it helped that well, I had. Well, if you that said, say anything, like we can, we can give you a, a like you're all good or a veto. Yeah, uh, so, go ahead. Well, I'm. Let's see. I honestly don't remember uh, Brad Pitt leaving George Clooney to talk to himself. Oh, I do remember that. That was dumb. That was a stupid little bit. That was this movie, yeah? Yes. And he, and yes. He oh, Actually, okay. I love I love both the both the scenes where like one of them is, you know, just rambling on and like pouring out their feelings and trying to figure out while the other one is like barely there (laughs) that's how that's how men work (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh no it was it was good i did actually like that um what was there was there was one thing i couldn't remember when i was rereading this notes um I'll cook, you talk. I don't remember what the fuck that was about. Why did I write that? Oh, um, yes, that is when uh, Tess and Danny, Julian, George, mm-hmm. were on the phone talking about plans for their second, third anniversary. Cute, and cute. he was saying he couldn't he 
couldn't find a restaurant or couldn't decide on a restaurant. And she said, oh, well, we'll just like stay in and cook. And or no, she said, I'll I'll cook you talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I Dude. really, really it's, know this movie. It's two hours <laughs> of content to absorb. Like it was very long and it felt like multiple movies in one. Uh, I, I had a lot to write down, but I didn't absorb clearly any of it. Hell in a handbasket. We can't train the cat that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That was just when they were spitballing uh, new ideas when everyone oh. ended up getting arrested outside the yeah, museum. Yeah. 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 Or, it was, yeah. Get detained. I feel like it's one of those scenes that would have been better served <laughs> in the end credits. You know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> it would have just been like, <laughs> oh, yeah. A Pete's Piper or uh, a chicken leftover <laughs> or like whatever. Like just like I want endless <laughs> amounts of that. I really like this game where we just say our out of context notes to Sheila and then she figures out exactly what part of the movie that we're, that we're talking about. <laughs> um, he's going through a midlife crisis. What the fuck was that about? He's going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> Hold on. There's water in the basement oh, no. and there's pilot lights out. Yes, that is Tess's uh, code to tell Danny that um yeah to tell danny that uh andy garcia showed up yeah outside, outside. terry benedict. benedict yes terry I gotta, benedict i gotta apologize those are two separate things uh going through a midlife crisis is actually uh jack said that my partner uh while we were watching this they said uh oh you know that's my thing you know my my cane i poke people with it you know <laughs> he's going, going through a midlife <laughs> oh crisis oh my god yeah he was like <laughs> Terry Benedict was really coming at people with that cane. He fucking loves and that cane. I will say when he when he walked into the nail salon to confront Bernie Mac, I was like, no way in fucking hell he's touching him with that cane. Which of course we didn't even actually get to to see yeah. exactly how he interacted with him. But um yeah, I was like, no, uh, no, you won't. No, that you felt won't. like with that cane, it felt like they were like, okay, Andy Garcia. Um, we need to do something interesting. And he brought a cane that day and it was like, don't worry, I know how to make this scene interesting. And then he just did a <laughs> bunch of things with his cane and was like, there, interesting uh, thing that you do in a movie. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He's is like, he just... uh, this is, this is where my character is, you know, in their life. Yeah. This is what they do. He's, He's got, got a, a cane of Monopoly. and he bops yeah. people on the head with it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the the note I was going to say, uh, this is going to be easy for you, was you can let go of my feet now. Oh, yeah. Bernie Mac says when... <laughs> when Benedict confronts him. Yeah, which I thought, very funny line. Very funny delivery from Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Do you, think, uh, do you think a lot of this was improvised? No. Oh, no? You think this no, was, well, this was like, like, well, well, like scripted? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there are definitely some intricacies that had to be in script. Okay. But I mean, like, I, to me, a throwaway line was like that he was a, uh, what is it, a baseball fucking, what do you say? He was a coach. He was a, and he was like telling them why he had that money. He was like, yeah, I was a high school basketball coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it just felt like something <laughs> I would say, like, in in a 101. <laughs> yeah, there were, there were some, like, loose parts for sure. Yeah. You yeah. can usually tell when someone is like, improvising because it feels like it's usually uh, someone can is improvising a line that could easily be replaced mm. like mm -hmm. if you if you hear a line where it's like that's like blank is blank you're like 
they did a thousand takes and that was the best one that they got. And he's and that actor said it a, a, a thousand different ways. Yeah, I so I actually ended up playing this game with myself earlier today because I watched the movie last night and I was looking at my notes and there was a there was something that I wrote down. That's just, well, I guess that's normal and sucks his teeth. And I was like, what is this? And why did I write this down? And I ended up like, you know, scrubbing through the movie, trying to find where it might be and like watching random uh, Mm. scenes. And I found it. I found it. I know what part it is. So it's at the very end of the movie when uh, Tulor is that's his, that's that's right. That's right. Yes, Tulor. Oh, um, when yeah, he, yeah. When he's asked like what his like how he did it, like what his plan was, and mm-hmm. and he was you know just like so arrogant and full of himself. Like, ugh, well, I guess that's normal. Like saying you know I guess you would want to know how I'm how a master gets it done and he like sucks his teeth and I was just like so found it so laughable the way he was just like proud of himself and (laughs) knowing that he's about to get like you know find out that he actually didn't best them at all um but yeah I was just like well, I guess that's normal. This is the line I'm trying to find <laughs> this is, in this movie. <laughs> this is this is the thing that set you off. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. It's like, it like, what made an impact on me? Well, I guess that's normal. Uh, I think that might be the thing that, like, takes this movie from, like, ah, this is a fine movie, too. Mm, I don't know if I like this, which is they pull the rug out from underneath you, and, and they're like, oh, we actually stole it, like, a week ago and everything we've done up until this point was actually fake. And I was like, Oh, I don't like that. I mean, it's definitely done where it's like, Oh, you're going to want to see this a second time to see if you can like, you know, watching it now that, you know, but I think because when I watched it this time, cause I, I knew, I remember when I watched it, Almost 20 years ago. Now that I, rem- I, I do remember that it was mm-hmm. like they stole it a while ago and then everything from everything is actually fake. Yeah. Like getting arrested. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, this was a thing. thing. Yeah. We know I, that this was the thing. I kept that all in mind while I was watching it. And it was just like it made it more disappointing because every time they did mm-hmm. something, I was just like, well, they're they're just doing this for the show. Like mm-hmm. this isn't actually there's no this that it kind of like sucks all of the uh the stakes out of the scene. Yeah, it's lost all over again. You're like, why did you ruin that for yeah. me? Why did you, <laughs> did you do this? <laughs> that was all pointless. Okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I do like. Here's something that I thought could be a fun way for them to approach, like just and in like really blow out the franchise because the first movie is all about Danny. It, in my mind, it's all about Danny getting Tess back, right? Yeah, yeah. And this this one is all about uh, Rusty getting Lahiri back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought it'd be really fun for them to go through each person on the team <laughs> and have a movie where it's them getting their their like true love. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, commit to the bit. Yeah, it that's a good last idea. Forever. <laughs> I also like that this this movie series goes on forever because every movie they also add a new person. <laughs> yes. So, so they're always <laughs> three steps ahead of. <laughs> I'm pretty however sure many than, movies there are. More than one of the castmates have died, though. So I don't think we're going to be able to make these movies. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie Mac died, and yeah. probably is Carl Reiner still kicking? No, I don't think so. Is, oh, he died two years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. What about yeah. Elliot Gould? Yeah, I was going to say he was on the potential people. I was like, I don't know. But also... I think he's still around. And also, the glasses he's wearing in this movie are killer. I, I love mean, him. He's he's an absurd character, and I do appreciate that he's... I, I, like, I, I like him as a character. Like He stands out for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. I, one of my favorite things was my girlfriend was trying to refer to one of them, and she was like, "You know, the Jewish one." And I was like, "They're both so Jewish. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't boil do- down those characters that way." <laughs> yeah, you got to say the one in the bow tie with, 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 with a the cigar glasses, in his yeah. mouth. Yeah, the sick glasses. I always just think of him as Ross's. Uh, is it Ross's dad? Yeah, it's Ross's and Monica's dad. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I could think of. That's how I know him more than in this. <laughs> so oh, it's Elliot weird. Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it is a little weird for me to see him in this. But um, after watching two films, he's a little bit more this character. I've said this before. Yeah. Elliot Gould was one of the most seventies men in the seventies. Like if you ever watch a seventies movie with Elliot Gould, it's like watching it's. It, it's what you imagine the 70s is. He's always got like a big turtleneck and like big curly hair and a gun. And like he he has such an interesting voice and he always says things so specifically that I really love him in everything he does. And he always all of his conflicts are conflicts within himself, which is a very 70s uh, mm-hmm. uh, type of movie. Great. I love him. I love him so much. Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. I just watched that great movie. I actually, I don't think I've actually seen that movie. Um, he's the reckon. Oh no, it's him and oh, uh, what is that woman's name? Natalie Wood. Him oh. and Natalie Wood are the two famous ones from that movie. That's it. It's it's a really good movie, and clearly because it's a movie about conservative people in the sixties. Uh, having a sexual awakening. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Could, do we want to get sponsored by it? Like, is it a good movie? Is this a good thing? Do we want to be associated <laughs> with this? Yeah, because it's a. Uh, well. Huh. Good question. I'll look into it. I got like two weeks until this has to go out. It's fine. Or three weeks. I can't. <laughs> it's fine. I'll find out. We might be sponsored. It's by not enough then. to cut it out. There's like a, there's like things in that movie where you're like, hmm. Nowadays, that wouldn't have flown, but like that, and those days, that would have been an incredibly liberal move to make, like a very progressive thing to do. Mm. <sighs> but like, pitch that now, like, see how that, see how that does at the box office. <laughs> well, it just wouldn't matter now because it's it's a very like it's it's like it's like a movie about like couples in the '60s, but like they have '50s mentality because they all got married in like '59 when they were like 25 years old. And now they're in their 30s. And then they have to like. They see all these they see all the hippies in the world like having sex and they're like, well, I I think I kind of want to do that, but I'm stuck in this conservative lifestyle. How do I do that? And then they essentially break free from that. 
and then try to have an orgy at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spoiler. Ruined it. <laughs> uh, I think we should probably, even though we were already kind of talking about the movie, I think it's appropriate to go around and do a couple more final <laughs> if, you, if you have any thoughts on uh, like 60s orgies, Sheila, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. To be the- 60s orgies. Uh, well, I especially like the idea of trying to have an orgy, but not necessarily succeeding. Yeah, that's, um, that's actually how it goes in the movie. They yeah. try and they're like, this isn't working out. Wait, are we talking like, uh, like, oh my God, what's it called? The episode in the office where the Michael and uh, Jan have everyone over. What's it called? Oh, dinner party. Yeah, yeah. So, are we talking like that level of awkward? Like, what are we talking here? Um, imagine that, but everyone take their clothes. Everyone takes their clothes off. Okay. All right. All right. Wow. And also, it's not like one party. It's like many parties over the course of the movie. Mm. <sighs> no one needs that. That's unfortunate. No, but that dinner party episode of the office is probably my favorite episode of The Office. It's it's a beloved one, I feel like, of most Office fans. Uh, I mean, yeah. who doesn't love it when you see that little tiny TV? Pushes <laughs> <laughs> against the wall. Space, yeah. Sometimes I just stand here for hours. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you <laughs> You could tell that was a scene they had to, like, do piecemeal, where they, like, push it, and then they had to edit it into a different uh, reaction. <laughs> so dumb. Uh thoughts feelings do we 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 talked about this movie probably the appropriate amount thus far but if we want to talk about a few more things that's perfectly fine oh, for uh, oceans yeah t- tell me tell okay. me about your feelings generally about oceans 12 um and did you actually i didn't ask but did you recently watch oceans 11 or was the last time you saw it so like was it weird going into this i guess it's i i can't remember the last time i've watched oceans 11 okay. but i feel like I feel like it was still present enough of mind that it felt very normal going yeah, men, into men take yeah. stuff. <laughs> men take stuff. Very stylized movie. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people talking fast. <laughs> that's that's how, how I felt going that's into my the description second one. Of this like, movie. Yeah, I get it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I like read a lot into Ocean's Twelve because I felt like there was a lot of like people realizing that they can't fight their nature. Um, okay. In the sense of like, you know, at the beginning, we're seeing everyone, you know, couple years down the line after the first movie, and it's like clearly, Danny is like hanging on by a thread he's not comfortable in like it seems like he misses like when he's telling the 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 guy at the bank like you know i was actually in a vault one time when it was being robbed like you can see how much he misses it and we cut to tess who is like white knuckling not taking over with the paint and i just feel like they both are happy that they're together but like missing the life they used to have and like the power they had. We just did Incredibles 2 recently. It's that energy all over again. It's just like, yeah. the, we miss the, we miss the fire. Yeah. We miss the, the, you know, the intensity of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, so we're seeing all, all of the characters that we already know and seeing how like, yeah, like this is them out of their element and mm. feeling like getting to like, relive that feeling of being in their element. But throughout the movie, Catherine Zeta-Jones is like 
I think discovering that that's, you know, like being a thief and mm-hmm. all of that, like the, that side, the, the underbelly of the world, like is actually where she feels more comfortable. Like mm-hmm. when she forges the 1077, like the, like the, the please look that comes across her face. And I think, you know, like she's learning that she has to stop trying to fight who she really is and yeah. embrace it. Anyway. No, that I'm, was, I'm with that. That was the theme I took away. No, you're making me recognize that I'm a thief. Like, if I had to pick between being a thief or a rat, you know, like, I guess I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna equate a rat. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I call it a rat, but like someone who's just a fucking narc, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather yeah. be a thief. Yeah. Uh, that's where, uh, that's kind of more my vibe. <laughs> I get when people Living steal, I don't like it. Code. Mm-hmm. No, it's just when people steal, I don't like it, but I get it. Like, I don't always like it. Uh, when sometimes people steal, you know, not people. You know, like myself, I would never take from a corporation and sometimes get stuff like or whatever. It, I'll cut it out. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's fine. It, uh, but like, I, I get it. Like, I've always been like I, when my parents house got robbed, I was kind of just like th- I, I immediately go to kind of like, a, oh, it sucks. Like this sounds nuts, but I'm kind of like I, I was relatively kind of like this sucks that someone felt they had to do that. Like this. That's where I'm yeah. at right now is being like. Whoever robbed my house wasn't being like, I'm going to get Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on a Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, they might have yeah, felt that which, when they saw it. <laughs> which is, I think, like, shows why Dulor is, like, such a fuck. Like, why he is absolutely the villain and the antagonist of this movie. Because he's he can have anything he wants. He doesn't have yeah. to steal it. And it's just like. It feels good. Uh, you just. You just do because you just your ego. Uh, also, I think the theme of this entire franchise is is like the frail the frailty of the male ego. Oh yeah, um, big time. You know, everything yep. is so petty, and yeah. I I'm I I really like that when you are analyzing a movie. You immediately go to what's the theme? What are all the character like? What is going on with all the characters? Because anytime I see uh, movie reviews and they don't mm-hmm. do that at all, I'm just like, this is a crap review. You're only doing. You're only just writing down <laughs> your opinion on the movie. You're not actually like analyzing it at all. But like when you actually do the themes, I'm like, yes, you you understood the movie. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> right. At least try to go what they were going for like at least have yeah a, like tell me you tasted it you know like <laughs> right like, don't, don't just look at it <laughs> um <laughs> what a weird <laughs> way of saying that but you know what i mean yeah when i actually realized that like i had that i would i was sleeping last night i kind of like woke up in the <laughs> middle i was like Oh, is everybody fighting their nature? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) You you subscribe to the Salvador Dali uh, 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 version of uh, creativity, which is that when you are uh, near sleep, you're at your most creative because that's when you're at your Uh. least thinky. Yeah, actually, I do. 
I really do agree with that. <laughs> and probably your least judgmental, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like most of us are just like, I don't care. Yeah, sure. I got to go to bed, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Be who you are. Like anybody, someone could come out to me and I love them. If they call me when I'm trying to go to bed, I'll, I'm going to be like, look, I love you so much. It's so beautiful that you're coming out to me, but I have to go to bed. I'm totally cool with you being whoever you are, but just leave me alone right now. <laughs> I, I feel like that is still a really great reaction. <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful. I love you so much. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> Like, you totally called the right person because I'm on board and we're going to get this going. Whoever you call next, I'm sure they're going to be on board, too. I remember I had a friend come out to me as bi one time. And we were, it was like one of those. It was like we were choosing movies. And he was like, hey, before we choose a movie, I just want to let you know that I'm I'm bi. And I was like, cool. Um, I really want to watch a movie right now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm real supportive of you. But can we pick a movie? Because like, and he was, that's what I want to do. He was like, well, I just want to explain why I'm about to say we're watching, but I'm a cheerleader. So I had to get context. Oh, that's so good. Oh. So Kai, what did you, what was your final note for the movie? I, oh, nothing. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of crying. Um, T. Cozy used to spider Uncle Harold. What? Uh, I'm going to need context from Sheila from that one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is when they're meeting with Matsui and... um, Oh, was that Hagrid? Danny. uh, What's that? Yes, Hagrid Um, um, is Matsui. And it's when, like, Danny, Rusty, and Matsui are basically, like fucking with Matt Damon's character Linus and um it's it's the the story that Matt Sui uses um that his mom he's remembered his mom like killing a spider with a tea cozy and then years later remember like that it wasn't a spider it was his uncle oh wow yeah okay remember any of that I I really know this this movie movie. yeah I didn't know you knew this movie so well (laughs) Honestly, we, can, like, we just want Sheila to come on the podcast. Maybe we should like that. That seems like a good idea. Honestly, we're going to start a side podcast of just how well you know Ocean's 12 and keep it going until it's done. Like, I feel like it's got at least a good six or seven episodes until it's you run everyone, out of knowledge. Everyone but Sheila watches the movie and then they get a bunch of trivia questions and see if they can beat Sheila, who clearly has memorized the movie better than them, despite the fact that they watched it the night before. Oh, I blacked out this movie for the most part. I really did. I just watched it last week. I, the, the timing of things worked out that I had to do it last week, so I remember nothing. All my notes oh, are like no. looking at a fever dream. That's, I, that's so wild. I think I think this note might have been from that scene, mm-hmm. which is, I like Matt Damon touching his chin, clearly not knowing why they all touched their chins. Oh, yeah. I think that was that scene. Yeah, and also at the very beginning of that scene, because uh, it, it comes in, it cuts into with Matsui like telling a story or a joke, and then just uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney doing the longest fake laugh, <laughs> just going on for ages. Can we can we end this episode on a fake laugh, please? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. cool. I just want to make sure. Keep going. <laughs> Did you ever hear that thing about if you fake laugh long enough, eventually you really laugh? Yeah, yeah I have heard, heard that, that thing. thing. 
Yeah, that was it. I, I was hoping that when we do the fake laugh, we do it long enough that we actually that it becomes a real laugh. I hold on. I actually will not end the episode. We were going to fake laugh and I will not end the episode until <laughs> until everyone is actually genuinely laughed. <laughs> Here, here's going to be what's really hard about that. Since I have, can't get rid of this cough. Oh no! My laughing is no. going to turn into <laughs> an insane cough mess. Hear this though: you could just go hee <laughs> 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 laugh how you wish. There's a variety of laughs. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> That's so we- true. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of laughing. Uh, I will maniacal laugh because that's always my go-to laugh. It's the laugh I have, like ready to go for some reason. <laughs> but anyways, I have found that the best way to make a fake laugh is to um breathe out really like with like a wheeze kind of like a <sighs> kind of thing that's your fake laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that like I, that's no, how to like start it off which i know is Ow. i uh i this is actually scott campbell was the one who inspired me with this is it's just dom deloise's laugh that's just how dom deloise laughs mm. and after he mentioned that, that's how I've started to do fake laughs, and it's worked every time. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have to. I need to pay attention the next time Scott's doing a fake laugh in a scene. Well, <laughs> Scott, Scott specifically will do a Dom DeLuise laugh if that's what he wants to do. Uh, that's it. That that's honestly all. the next time. The next time he does a fake laugh in a show with me. I'm going to call him Dom DeLuise. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to call him out. They like, were just going to be like, is that a fake? I like, uh, is that uh, a in fake the middle. Laugh? Is that a fake laugh? Are you fake laughing yeah. right now? <laughs> that, I'm sorry. Are you impersonating Dom DeLuise because you're doing a fake laugh at me right now? Because <laughs> I'm trying to have an authentic, humorous <laughs> moment with you right now, and you're just fake laughing. You're Dom DeLuising in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please lose it on Scott in exactly that manner. <laughs> it will be done. <laughs> uh, those are my notes. Does anybody else have any uh, anything else to say about Ocean's Twelve? Um, I guess I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. Danny Ocean easily could have ran with those flowers. I don't know why he just threw them on the ground like that. Yeah, that is not- so true. Yeah, that is so so true. It's but wasteful. I did. I thought about that when he threw them, because I guess when I saw him running, I was like, oh, he's going to get Tess. But he was actually getting away from her. So he would have just been on a train by himself holding flowers, going further away from his wife or partner. Kayla, what what do you think the emotional significance is of dropping the flowers versus throwing them away? <laughs> Um, well, the fact that the petals don't <laughs> 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 very the petals represent the lives of, uh, that's all I had. <laughs> oh, I actually have a question. Yeah, please do. Because I think, I think last night when I was watching this, I, I a little bit, okay, I think before seeing it, I was like, oh, everyone knew, like, when you get to the end and you find out that everyone knows that this is an ala- that they're putting on an elaborate plan and they know they're being watched and they're all setting it up this way. And then last night I was watching it and I was like, 
Or did only just Danny and Rusty know? Did everyone else know? Didn't they give a speech? Oh, no, because the person that gave the speech was uh, the French guy. Yeah, but I mean, like, are are we talking about... Wait, I'm so confused. How much of this is plotted, including, like, when the the three of them are going through a bunch of fake scenarios to run? That's plotted as well, is to hang out in a warehouse and be like, how about this? How about this? Because they're selling it, right? Right, yeah. Oh, good question. So, so, Kai, do you think that that they were all putting on an act? I'm beginning to lean towards no. I um, I assumed yes. I assumed they all were putting on a, an act. Yeah. I didn't even think about it the other way. So I'm going to go with yes, because that's how my brain immediately said it. Yeah, well, and I think we, that's like where I went originally. But watching it last night, I was like, but wait, do I know that? Do I know that? That's an interesting way to think of it, though. I like that. Ooh. We would know if we didn't I have to watch Brad. Ocean's 12 again. If we, didn't lose- <laughs> if we didn't lose Brad as a listener today, we would have been able to find out. But If I may True. compliment Brad Pitt, another note I had was I really like when he smiled as he ran. He's, when he smiles at Catherine Zeta-Jones to flirt with mm. her when he's running from the cops. Yeah. He's, yeah. I loved that joke. He's one of those people that I'm ups- upset is that pretty. Yeah, it upsets me. Uh, he and charming, yeah. which is also yeah. why I don't care if he was to eat at every scene of every movie. Sure. I'm like, do it. This is so fun. Mm-hmm. What a what a delight to to watch you eat some tortilla chips while you're talking on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I he also speak of. Speaking of uh, bad accents from way before, he has hilariously terrible accents in movies. And I love that <laughs> directors caught on to that. And then eventually they were like, let's put him into let's put him in movies with really terrible accents. And that'll be the joke. <laughs> like in Glorious Bastards, he has a really horrible southern accent in it because they were like, this will be funny. Yeah, he's just be Brad Pitt fucking around on a set. And then he did that movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he has to have some kind of flaw right the accents is like the one thing he can't do he also apparently hates bathing so much that he smells horrible and that's like his biggest flaw are we talking about brad pitt himself yeah the actual brad pitt Eh. well he's definitely not a listener now look i dated i date a bike mechanic oh shit okay now i really hope they're not listening uh i'm used (laughs) i'm used to stinky boys i am am, i know what that is like no i'm fine with it whatever be you know be who you are you know if you're a stinky boy and you're listening be a stinky boy (laughs) it's okay (laughs) it's okay brad pitt (laughs) hopefully you're still listening (laughs) stinky boy (laughs) so speaking of stinky boys um is that a good segue? Sheila, do you have anything to promote? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I have a couple shows coming up, but I don't know if this episode is even out. That's the part the that I'm really terrible at, at, at telling people. So yeah. hold on. I'm going to find that out and then we're going to edit because honestly, that's useful information. Um, so this will be out on the 16th of June. Oh, 16th of June. Yes. Well, just to let you guys know, you're... Your turnaround time has gotten faster. Okay, that's better. Because the in the materials you sent me about last year, you're like, it, it's going to be, be like five weeks. weeks. No, we needed. Which we you said needed, you you 
You told, yeah, like we you needed let buffer me know. time. Sometimes you just need buffer time. But actually, this is my this is my sweet spot. I like actually having somewhere between me having time to edit this shit out of these things and yeah. also y'all actually saying stuff that's going to relatively happen somewhere in the near future. <laughs> right. Well, and also, yeah, first of all, that wasn't at all shade to you guys. Oh, I'll it's give a, myself shade on that. Like, it's like, I, I'm just, I'm not the, I'm not the busy bee that I, that I once was. Uh, we, I keep so. forgetting to tell people also, we're now, thanks to Kate Fruman, <laughs> encouraging people to, uh, if you want to promote a philosophy, a lifestyle, a oh. thought, we had, uh, we had Kate promote uh, kindness and that still was like the first time and like, it was just like a, oh, you can do that instead. Kate promoted both kindness and to watch Fuckboy Island because she was really into that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you can do a mixed match of things <laughs> really when it comes to promoting awesome <laughs> alright so what do I want to promote well if this is okay when this is coming out you'll have uh, June 19th if you're in Chicago it's a Sunday Scott Campbell and I as Short Rib will be opening for Deep Schwa at Annoyance Theater so Perhaps that will be the show that I lay into him about his yes. fake laugh. Go see it. Um, yeah, it could it could be the time. You could be right there for it in person. And I'll also promote, um, you know, large, uh, like very elaborate heists mm-hmm. in order to win back your your like one true love. Right. I just it's, you know right. <laughs> It's it's all about a romantic gesture. Yeah. You want them to be on the up opposite side of the law, maybe. Like if you want them yeah. some sort of like what's the thing I'm thinking about from Romeo and Juliet? It's like Montague's and what? <laughs> Montague's and the Capulets. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> rivals. You want them to be rivals. Yeah, yeah it's clutch. clutch. Listen. It's gotta work out. Introduce your uh your crush to their father. Their long lost father, and that'll really impress them. Mm. And then you get to uh, date your rival. Yeah, like from Pokemon. I love that you're also encouraging just theft. <laughs> just <all> yeah, <laughs> elaborate heist. It's it's not just theft. It needs to be really, really just a lot of layers, a lot of steps. Yeah. I want it to be like in depth. And I don't care if it's you listening right now being like, I got to borrow five bucks from my mom's wallet. Like, I need you to do it elaborate. Like, I don't. Yes. <laughs> don't just like oh my grab God. this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, can I promote laser dancing? I don't know. How do we get through this episode and not bring up laser dancing? It's not too oh, late. my <laughs> God. I was like, oh, what is laser dan- dancing? Is this the hot new trend in Chicago? Yeah. No, you're just talking about uh, the guy, the French guy dancing in lasers. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love that scene so much. <laughs> I think what I love most about that scene, by the way, is that, like, you watch and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, like, we're all people, and we know that what really happened is that was a man who just danced randomly in a room, mm-hmm. and then they CGI his laser. <laughs> <laughs> but, diff- mm-hmm. like, that's got to be difficult, though, because it's just, like, you got to, like, set that up perfectly. So it's around some nonsense of, like, dancing. 
right? Mm-hmm. This was there was a time period in which we had lasers, but they were just randomly moving around the room. Because in Die Another Day, they also did this, except mm-hmm. the lasers were deadly, and it was just as stupid. The only reference <sighs> I have for this other than this is Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> and I'm upset that that's the case. <laughs> See? The early 2000s was all about random lasers. They were. They really were. I like that one because it was ruined by a fart. <laughs> like the whole thing got ruined because she farted. <laughs> Comedy gold. I love a heist ruined by a fart. That <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, yeah. Thank you for encouraging uh, theft. Uh, at heist. I'm sorry. Elaborate heist. Um, yeah, and for coming You're on welcome. again Anytime. and talking to us. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, you know, you should go back in time uh, and listen to Sheila talk about dinosaurs because uh, that is also something we've done as well. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was what you were here for last time. Yeah. yeah. It's been honestly, it's nuts. I'm getting like Facebook reminders from like old posts from a year ago of doing this podcast, and I'm like, no, we didn't do that then. <laughs> But yeah, we've watched a lot of garbage since we've seen you last. And thank you for coming on and talking about a movie that's fine. Uh, last time we were... Con- wow. <laughs> last wow. time we were... No, I feel bad because last time we were like, movie. hey, come watch I this can- amazing movie. <laughs> and then we're like, there you go. <laughs> I'll go on record saying that Ocean's 12 is not as good as Jurassic Park. Thank I you. Don't, I don't think that's a very controversial <laughs> opinion. No. I do feel like I came on today with like, being being more hyped. <laughs> you definitely came in with like these two are gonna love this movie as much as I do. Here we go. It's fine. And the two of us were like, um, actually, I think that uh, the the pacing of it was a little difficult for me to handle. Here's the and, thing, though. And honestly, everyone is on your side. Yeah. You know, I yeah. get that. But I am very grateful to know that if there was a trivia night about these oceans movies. I know who to call. <laughs> you know, you only have like one fourth of the content doubt on a hundred percent lock. <laughs> uh, actually, I guess that's one fifth because there is that fucking original from the sixties. I keep forgetting about that, mm-hmm. but still, yeah, I love it. Do you know as much about the others? Do you know what's your OSHA's thirteen information like? I I wonder because I didn't realize that I had so much information about Ocean's 12. (laughs) I can only remember literally one thing from Ocean's 13 from when I watched it 15 years ago when it came out, which is I remember they put like special coins into the slot machines to make the money all come out. Mm. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. And and Bernie Mac like selling the games. Oh, I don't remember that. All right. Well, I mean, buckle up. He's he's not just stuck in a jail cell the entire movie. <laughs> oh no. Poor yeah. poor utilization of Bernie Mac at this movie. Yeah. We have to end the episode. We can talk well, about this. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, Jim. Can I can you get a can you get a fake laugh going, please? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that was a real laugh. <laughs> Don't, Don't real, real laugh. laugh. I'll, I'll join you. you. I'll, I'll, I just want to get you I want okay. you to kick, kick us off. off. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.